3: Just a quick heads up for Rosterwatch Nation. We've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5-Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Rosterwatch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the XM show. He's the creator of the value index tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy, this is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the roster watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the algo, which has hit a, I mean, a fifty-eight to sixty-two percent clip across all games, over the last half decade historically, but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets. So you can get access to the Algo's weekly picks for every game, along with betting volume versus money insights, the prop finder tool, all the stuff that we talk about on the radio show. You can find all that and more with a premium membership at Watch. And so for now, let's hand it off to the Algo boys. And can't miss Mitch.
2: Let's go. Week four is in the house. This is can't miss Mitch. As always, I've got my man, Pete, the Irish guy, just full of carry gold. How'd you do this weekend? Ooh.
0: This week, we know what I did week ones and two. We were really, really struggling. And Mitch, I, you, oh, you, you were there, so I'm sure you remember, but I did the old switcheroo in week three on my picks. So any, I went the opposite with my gut and lo and behold, we had a winning week. Of course, of course. So I kind of felt good about it, to be honest.
2: It must be a good fading yourself and winning.
0: It's amazing. You know, what's funny though. i and here. I, I feel like I have a perfect recipe to take advantage of this now for the rest of the season. And I'm going to fade probably 80 to 85% of myself. There's like three teams that I'm pretty confident on, uh, who I think are going to cover most all season. I'll stick with those horses, but fade myself the rest of the way.
2: Give us the mixed stats. How did we do? How did the algo do? Give us all of the color around the data.
0: Yeah. What a great weekend to be honest. Um, there was a couple of really big highlights Sunday was a fantastic day after losing the Thursday night football game came back with a huge Sunday, eight and five on the day. So for all of those pro players that have all of the games, it just feels so good to sit there and see winners come in. Um, so eight and five was a big day to the prime time. Plus, plus the top five package on the season. Mitch we're sitting at 13-8 and 4. We're sitting at 62% on the season to those guys. So, as I said to you earlier, not only has that package paid for itself for the whole season. You've got a little le- money left over to, you know, maybe treat the wife to a little pedicure or manicure or something like that. Um keep her on your side. Everyone's happy right now. I I love seeing the the messages come through on Patreon. We had a couple of those on Sunday saying, you know, Algo is on fire. Things are going good. So uh, overall in the season, we're at 22, 22, and four for the Algo. You're in the lead at 23, 21, and four. One of the big things with the Algo, the, the last thing that we mentioned is trying to avoid some of those games that are less than a 0. 0.5 of value. If you've avoided those five games, we're sitting at 22 and 17 on the year. So things are looking good. We only get stronger in a week four are we're using all 2023 season data. So looking forward to week four.
2: Yeah. And the Circus Sports million, uh, we send out our five to the pro pack. We went three and two, started three and oh. Uh, Bucks Panthers couldn't convert, but we'll take 60% all day. Something more important, the top five went four and one. Uh, the algo predicted Houston. Uh, that was uh, a one point loss, but it did predict no, it did predict Houston to win as yep. well as uh, Indianapolis game. to win.
0: The amazing thing about the indie game, as we said, algo predicted 20 to 20 tie. It was nineteen nineteen as it went into overtime. I, I just love every bit of that.
2: Me too. Me too. Uh, I'm excited to talk about week four. We've got a very special guest, Jared Smith, uh, who is joining us as the uh, Fox Sports Radio betting analyst on Countdown to Kickoff. They kick off Saturdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. He's also a VSIN contributor and makes regular appearances on Bally Sports Live on the Line, which airs weekdays at noon. Jared welcome to bet the algo thank you so much for joining us i get an opportunity to watch you on Vsin and i absolutely love your takes a couple weeks ago you had one of the most clear takes i ever heard i believe it was the florida tennessee matchup was oh, yeah. was that the one you absolutely nailed i mean everything you said came true <laughs> it's like you could be no the better feeling. college uh
1: Algo. I mean, you're you you look
2: like the college algo right now.
1: Huh. Well, thank you. Um I appreciate you you know ignoring all of the hundreds of other uh, uh, bad <laughs> takes that I'm sure have been spewed out for me at at points. I think that's the one thing about this business is you just have to be okay. It's kind of like playing professional baseball. I've never played professional baseball. I wasn't good enough to hit uh, a curveball, so I, I crapped out in high school, but um, you know, you fail seven out of 10 times and you're considered fantastic. Obviously, we're going for a little bit better win rate here but not that much higher Uh, you know, you don't have to go 10 out of 10 uh, to be considered doing doing pretty well. So that was a good win Uh Tennessee just physicality wise couldn't uh, hang with the Gators in that one.
2: Yeah, I absolutely love it. And by the way, you're right I mean, you talk about the Vegas stats and there's a ton of touts. We know them. Uh, They're out there saying that they're 10 and 0 on a weekend. They're not going to, you know, that's not going to absolutely last at all. It's no. not going to last. And, you know, last year, the algo did 55% on the model circuit did 56%. Great. We think that's a gold standard. Uh, we're pretty transparent on uh, what we do here. Guys, if you want to find us and want to subscribe to the data, patreon.com slash bet the algo, this will be the free three. Again, Jared Smith, at Jared Lee Smith, you can find him at, on all the socials. I always see you on there, you posting a ton of clips. Are Who's doing all your editing, man? We, we need to hire somebody to do that for us.
1: So I, I part of my career, um, I used to edit, actually, professionally for a lot of different places. So when I lived in New York, my first job actually was at SNY, and I used to edit their Geico Sports Night Highlights every night. Um, and then I got a job at MLB.com doing their nightly, um, highlight packages. So I, I editing video editing is natural for me. The, The hardest part sometimes is getting the clips. Um, You know, because they have to come from a server, and we have to get them raw, and it has to, you know, get filtered through a bunch of different processes and corporate red tape before it gets filtered down to me. But once I get it on my computer, it's pretty easy to do. But I'll be honest, I mean, you guys, if that algo predicted 20 all in Ravens Colts, I think you guys are doing pretty good right there, man.
2: We yeah. stink at editing, we stink at video production, but we've got great, great, great numbers.
1: So right, we've,
2: we've, we've got a guy. We've got a guy. Um, Pete, Jared, a couple of the biggest takeaways this weekend, obviously on all of the media outlets, people talking about Dallas. Uh, we were talking about Dallas potentially being a Super Bowl contender. They look again, what they do every year, which is being Super Bowl pretenders. Um, do you think that they get better from this or is this just, this is their identity.
1: Yeah, I, I think losing digs hurts a lot. I think when you lose, you know, your best player at the premium position, and I know quarterback is the premium position, but on defense, I think there's two premium positions, rush end and, and you know, lockdown corner and Dallas can still do one area really well. But even last year, I thought they were a little bit balky at times in the secondary and they were very volatile back there, very boomer bust where they have a lot of talent, but, but you know, they would be susceptible to the big play. And now I would think even more so, and you saw what Arizona was able to do this week. And if Arizona can do it, I think there's a lot of good teams in the NFL that can also do it. Um, So, yeah, I I would say their hopes of winning a super bowl uh, greatly declined after the digs loss. I wouldn't put that one game against Arizona as the reason for that. I think just overall, what Dallas is. And then you take digs off the board. I think it's going to make it really tough for them to string together four straight wins in January. Pete, what do you think? Yeah.
0: I think the last point that Jared said was kind of, kind of nailed it in terms of let's not get carried away one week in week three against on the road against Arizona. We know that on the road, every week in the NFL uh, wins are difficult to come by. Everyone can beat everyone. Arizona showed you early that they're a good football team.
1: They've been playing this, well. Dobbs numbers great. have been good. I'm sure your algo loves him. I mean, he's he's completing passes and he's efficient. he looks exactly great. so. They've looked good. I don't think they're nearly as bad as
0: everyone thinks. They could have yeah. easily been two and oh going into week three if they don't if the giants don't come back and win that like game late. But listen, I I think it's one week. I wouldn't get carried away. It's a it's a poor loss. It's almost gonna bring it's a loss that as a you know, Tom Brady used to love this, you know, maybe and Patriots fans when the team would lose mid season or early like this, it brings everyone back down to earth a little bit. Let's everyone stop getting fucking ahead of themselves here. And let's just get back to work. I think that it could be one of those for the, the Cowboys. If you're a Cowboys fan, that's how you want to sell it.
2: Yeah. I mean, just credit to Arizona's defense and what the algo loves is value on the market and they're undervalued and, For the first three weeks, we've had Arizona and Arizona has done exactly what we thought they would do in the betting markets, which is cover. So we thought that I think potentially that might come to an end here coming uh, this matchup. Uh, We'll certainly get to that. But um, definitely wanted to talk about that because I thought that was a big, big deal. uh, What we saw in the uh, in week three, guys, let's get to it. Uh, Miami obviously dominated. Denver, uh, I mean, obliterated. Uh, Sean Payton looks like a fool, in my opinion, with how much Arming. chirping he was talking with on uh, about Nathaniel Hackett and how mismanaged that entire football team was last year. Uh, this, looks, this looks more embarrassing than anything that happened uh, with Hackett and company uh, last year because all they needed it was 18 points last year and their record, they would have had a winning record um Miami true test now they go on the road to Buffalo this line opened up really just a couple days ago uh Sunday night at two and a half it's now sitting at uh three some books I'm seeing seizures at two and a half total 53 and a half um Pete you think Miami can continue the train here against a formidable Buffalo team on the road
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about Miami all day, to be honest. Partly because I've been offered a trade in my fantasy league that involves uh, Mostert, the running back, who he's not going to stay healthy. Mitch, you kind of talked me into that. He hasn't stayed healthy before. But my God, that team offensively looks absolutely incredible. Like taken out of the fact that they scored 70 last game. Before that, they looked great. We watched the whole game against New England. And although they scored 24 they could do whatever they wanted. Like, you know, they – we kind of gave – the Patriots gave them those 10-yard completions all day. They ran the ball at will. They looked really untouchable. And if they needed to score 35 that night, I feel like they would have. Um, They look really, really good. Buffalo had a great bounce back last uh, this past weekend, going on the road and destroying Washington. It feels like that's a little bit more of – who we think Buffalo are. They lead the league in, uh, t- in sacks. I think they're second in takeaways, or that stack could be switched. So defensively, they're starting to hit their stride. This game, to me, the line plays a big part in this game. Three feels a lot better. I think this is a 24-21 kind of ball game. I think it'll be tense. The two best teams in the division. The fact that it's at two and a half makes me want to go with Miami. So because last week I, f- I went the opposite of what my gut says, I'm going to do the same this week. I'm going to take Buffalo.
2: Jared, thoughts on this. Are you with Buffalo and Pete here, or do you think that Miami has a chance on the road to, to cover? And are you looking for a potential, uh, that number to, to to really stay at three if you can get it?
1: It, it looks like three is kind of the the magnet for th- for this one. I've seen it touch and, you know, I, I use Cirkin Westgate here in town as uh, I'm in Vegas as the big um, as the big kind of, uh, you know, magnetized sports books that when one book goes to three, usually the next ones follow. And those are the two that kind of lead the pack. So those those two have kind of been bouncing back and forth between two and a half and three, pretty much the whole week since it's open. It's only been a couple days, but um, you know, we've already seen a couple of buys off the three and then it looks like 2.75 is kind of the line right now. So uh, my guess is if you talk to a hundred different sharp betters, 50 of them, will tell you, I like the dolphins at three and the other 50 will say, I like the bills late in two and a half. And uh, that makes sense with a game of this magnitude this early in the season. If you want to go matchups, how does Buffalo deal with Tyreek Hill? I mean, it—he is now the most dangerous weapon in the NFL, and not even him getting statistics, just him being on the field and 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 causing a threat, is is forcing teams to to defend uh, the Dolphins' offense in a different way, and and it's allowing that running game with Mostert to really get going and you know you saw the the rookie I think he wants to pronounce his name a Shane now I don't know how he he said he wants you to pronounce his name differently now so I've no idea how to actually pronounce his name um but the rookie from AM's looked really good and and you know McDaniel's so great at scheming up those run lanes so I, I think that's the biggest issue for Buffalo but they're at home they're known for their defense their defense really uh brought the lunch pail against Washington that was the biggest thing Um, that I noticed was you saw that intensity on the defensive side really get ratcheted up. And I don't think Washington matched. You saw two games this week where championship caliber teams raised their level and the mid teams they were playing against just were like, crap, what do we do? One was Washington had no chance against Buffalo. And the other one was Monday night when Philly raised that level to physicality, Super Bowl level, Tampa Bay wanted nothing to do with it. So I I think, I I think Miami is going to have to bring that, that intensity to this game. And if they don't, they're probably going to get beat.
2: Yeah, so you're taking my. You're going to take Buffalo laying the points.
1: I, I I'll be honest. I don't have a really strong opinion on this game. I, I think Miami at three would be the way I would play it if you can get a three. And I think at two and a half, I would I would I would lean towards the Bills. But I wouldn't want to lay points. I was down on Buffalo heading into the season, and I guess I've been proved quasi wrong so far because they've looked pretty good through three games. Um, but I think Josh Allen still has the turnover bug, and that could come and bite him at any point in time. But on the other side, the Dolphins have the injury bug that could bite Tua at any time and the offensive line has also been pretty depleted. So, this is a really tough game to handicap. I think if I just took it off a of recency bias, you take 3 points with the Dolphins and 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 hope uh you know everything gets played in a vacuum and nobody gets hurt.
2: Well, look, you look at obviously the most explosive offense in the league in points per game. They're averaging 43.3 yep. Uh, In the Dolphins, 550 yards a game. That's just absolutely bonkers. I haven't seen a stat like that in a very long time. Uh, But look, Buffalo is ranked second in points per game. They're sitting at 30.3 and seventh in yards per game. Both factors into the algo. I think where uh, it really comes down is Miami is incredibly uh, efficient. Uh, They're averaging .660 points per play. Uh, Eight point four yards a play. Uh, Buffalo, obviously, still pretty good, but you know Hill is certainly picking up large, large chunks. Uh, and then their third down conversion. Uh, Miami uh, is ranked seventh at forty-six and a half percent. Buffalo actually leads the league in third down conversion rate, and I do think Buffalo is going to do enough at home uh, at two and a half. I, you know, Jared, I think a lot like you at two and a half, uh, I'm going to take Buffalo here at two and a half. I really think this is most likely going to be a three point game, an absolute shootout, go back and forth. And plus you're at home. You know, the Buffalo is a difficult place to play. Um, Miami's defense is actually a a bit more porous. They're allowing twenty three point seven points a game, uh, ranked twenty first and. They're giving up a lot of yards, 361st. So um, Buffalo, they've got one of the better defenses uh, in the league, allowing just 11.7 points and only 253 yards. Give me Buffalo. Most importantly, what do we care about? We care what the Algo thinks. Has a very close game. Predicted score. Buffalo, 25.51 to Miami, 25.23. You're essentially getting whatever the point spread is. As the value index uh which at two and a half is just uh 2.22 points uh on miami so uh the algo likes miami here no no surprise this will be the first time uh that miami uh is taken by the algo pete how do you feel about that
0: yeah i mean, that's the, the score feels nailed on it feels close to me i, I know the over/under. i think it's a 53 and a half it's a they're expecting a lot of points. I like the under being a, two best teams at top of the division, Buffalo after their defense last week looking really good. Um, I think it'll be a little tighter than that, probably. Uh, saying that, you know, I wouldn't surprise anyone if the both of these teams blew the doors off offensively. But I like the under.
2: Yeah, under feels like it definitely has value. I mean, you're getting naturally uh, three points of value on the under. That's 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 good enough for me to take it if I'm going to parlay um, the game and, and the under. I'm, I'm definitely taking that. All right. Uh, next game, early game, Washington at Philadelphia. This line opened uh, at eight and a half. I'm seeing eight across most books. BetMGM has eight and a half. A total opened up at 45 and a half. And now it's sitting at 44 and a half. So, money definitely coming in on the under enough to move it. Philly felt like they could do whatever they wanted uh, to Bulls' Tampa Bay defense last night. Uh, we had the Bucks in the circa five, needed that for a four and one weekend, but naturally didn't happen. I turned that game off and went from the split screen over to that other terrible, boring game, uh, the rams bengals game. I, 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 My wife was out of town. Had she wanted to watch the Golden Bachelor, and if it was on, I probably would have turned it on with enthusiasm. Of course you would have. What do you think here, Pete?
0: Yeah, listen, I think I'm going to keep this one fairly simple. I think – Washington obviously laid the egg at home against Buffalo. As Jared, you know, pointed out, like it they upped their intensity and they didn't look like they could match it. And kind of mentioned the same thing about the Eagles doing it to Tampa Bay. I'm gonna say that week four here, Washington are gonna be extremely motivated. They're not gonna wanna let what happened in week three linger. I think the coaches can get them riled up after that performance. It's a divisional game. It's a massive game. They have an extra day rest as well, right? Philly played Monday night on the road. That extra day is worth something. Eight points is a lot in the division. I'm going to take Washington here. Mm.
1: Jared? Um, I think I like Philly. <laughs> I, just, I Well... So then their last game wasn't it the Monday night game that they beat them? Um, the last time these two teams played. Yeah, he wasn't right. That, yeah, yeah, that and that was one of Philly's only regular season losses last year. Um, I I wouldn't want to be. So I was very I was skeptical on Philly because I was on Tampa with you guys last night. Um, and a lot of it was I was hoping that Tampa maybe was still undervalued in the market. They weren't. I think they're, they're they're valued about where they should be, which is when a good team comes into their building, they should be dogs of more than a field goal. Um, and I think Philly kind of showed you how tough they are. And if 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 Buffalo can, can out-physical Washington like they did and, and really get into them defensively, shut down the running game, make Howell a one-dimensional passer, take away his first read, make him go through the progressions, I think Philly's defense can do that. And I I think that would scare the crap out of me if I was back in Washington in this game. Because I think the one thing that I learned, because I was on Washington, too, against Buffalo. I was on the wrong side of a couple bad dog blowouts this week. Um, I, I think when they get pushed and when they get challenged physically, I don't know if they're ready to match that yet. I think they're a team that likes to be in the dominant position in terms of the physicality role. And I don't think they had a chance against Buffalo, who clearly wanted that game. And I think Philly in a divisional matchup off a loss to this team last year, uh, in their building. I, th- I think it was in Philly on Monday night.
3: It was, uh, it yeah, was.
1: it, it yeah. was. I think, it, and I also no, they they lost that game to the Saints later that year. But that the Philly game or that um that was their first loss of the season in yeah. prime time on Monday night at home. They are going to remember that one. So I don't know if the rest factor matters as much early in the year too. I think that'll matter a lot more in, in November and December. So, yeah, I would probably take Washington in this spot. It'll be a good teaser spot – or, excuse me, take Philly in this spot. It, it'll be a good teaser spot uh, for the Eagles this week too, I think.
2: I think, you know, what you said about the Bucks eagles game, uh, about them being undervalued in the market, um, yeah, perhaps you were right. You know, we certainly – I certainly th- – that game really was a game of inches. I have a saying – that if you're explaining you're losing and I'm going to do some explaining because there was a couple of, uh, that, that, um, uh, that one throw the first TD, uh, who was it? Um, he came. The it, deep one to AJ brand. No, it, bar- it so bar- barely, it game yeah. was,
1: uh, um, what's his name? Uh, why uh, am I blanking here? No, I'm blanking on his name too. Because um, he, everyone, everyone, everyone hit a first touchdown bet on him last night. Of course, it, I, it, uh, it, the, the, the name's eluding me. I can look really quick though.
2: It, it looked like a pick. I thought he stepped oh, in did. front it of it. It could have been he, a
1: sack too.
2: It could have been a sack. Um, And then Mike Evans on the other side of the ball. Like he barely, he, he, he should have had, he should have had that touchdown. Again, if you're explaining, you're losing. Right. Um, And, and I think. A couple of those key plays, there was a lot of drops and uh, had a couple of drops coming out. You've got to play a perfect game. The question is, can the Washington football team actually play perfect? And I think they have better playmakers than the Bucs. I, I do. I, I think at the wide receiving side, uh, certainly on the ground, that's probably their biggest strength. Um, they, they're ranked third in, in yards per rush at, at five yards. So I think they can hang around, especially being a divisional opponent. And now with the game, what Philly did last night, what happened to Washington, I do think the market has overreacted, and I do think there is value on Washington here. And even if you're on the Eagles, I think you'll probably feel pretty good about them. I think this is like a perfect backdoor cover uh, for Washington here. So I'm going to go with Washington Uh more importantly, the algorithm has Philly winning 27.79, so essentially 28, to Washington 21.87. You're getting two points of value uh, on Washington. But I could see like a 28-21 game, and, and it was 28-14 with like two minutes left, and Howell gets a garbage touchdown. That very much feels very, very real, very the real. The
1: matters there because then they might go for two. Yep. that's why eight's becoming a very interesting key, like secondary key. Eight and five and two, those three numbers have been kind of. I, I'm a little more hesitant to lay eight than eight and a half than I was a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, no, uh, certainly with the analytics, Pete. Yeah. As as we joke about, we have a lot of uh, media personalities talking about analytics, and we find that funny on this show because. Um, they don't know anything about analytics, but they can regurgitate them with the best of them. Uh, we know about analytics and where can you find all of our data? Patreon.com slash algo. We've got something for every budget. Remember we're not touts. We just have really solid data that actually performs and makes you a better, better. We've got one game left. Jared Smith joins us. Find him, follow him at Jared Lee Smith on all the socials. Uh, watch him on v on uh, Fox Sports. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us, but we've got one more game. We've got the early Sunday game. This feels so much better to have than two Monday night games. I'm ready for it. Even though they're mediocre games, uh, Jacksonville and Atlanta head to uh, – Wimberly as Peter hates when we say, it, cause he's from Ireland across the pond, your favorite <laughs> thing. I know yeah, you I love use that, that a
1: lot. I'm sorry. I use that a lot.
2: <laughs> um, it's, this it's brutal. This line opened up at Jacksonville laying three totals 44. No real movement on the line there. I think that number sits there comfortably. Uh, we've got a little action on the under 43 and a half. Now, Pete, does Jacksonville rebound from? My goodness, what happened to Houston? I think uh, uh, Kelly does sports, and the Algo were the only handicappers to actually have the Texans outright.
0: Sorry, that excuse me. Is that what you're? Are you that forgetting? Was, really? Are you impressive. forgetting
1: me, Mitch? It's really impressive. Are you forgetting? I have the tags in Survivor. I got knocked out of Survivor because of that. Wow, oh, really? Well, so, Pete, we really appreciated that before I went in on Survivor on that.
2: Hey, hey Jared, Jared for joining the this podcast. show, we will we will send you uh, the models' pics uh, so you can that. have them for your viewing pleasure. I but pre- Pete, I you did. That. You hold on. In fairness, you did, and then you took opposite, so you were on Jacksonville. Makes I've got trouble. it in the spreadsheet.
0: Are you forgetting I that I, I didn't sat look, here? I, didn't look. I sat here and said CJ Stroud's first win would be last week against Jacksonville.
1: Like the Texans have owned them, so I should have known better. It's it's not Where only the out there, taking that into account. It's not only that Jacksonville. It
0: that call stems from twenty twenty two on Jacksonville. It just seemed like when you thought they were good, they would lay an egg. When you thought they were garbage, they would overperform and they looked great. They, just week to week, I, you just had no clue who was going to show up. And after they hung with Kansas City in a very close game that could have gone either way, it felt to me like this is such a typical Jacksonville laying an egg spot. And Houston, undervalued, no one thinks they're any good, hung in with the Ravens for a long time in week one. Um, look decent week two and now look they go on the road and they get a big win and everyone's anointing CJ Stroud in in the Houston Texans building as the second coming so um, yeah I think Jacksonville I have no clue uh, to be honest I have no clue who they are yet Uh, I thought that them having their head coach being there now into their, into a second year, Lawrence being a little older, everyone being there and being more experienced. I thought there would be a force to be reckoned with, but I'm not there yet. I have less clue about Atlanta uh, going into last week. I I think we all kind of think we don't think that Ritter's the guy. Um, we still don't know that they didn't play great last week, obviously um, only scored what they only scored six points, but Yeah, I think the fact that this one's in London is it in London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where the Jacksonville franchise needs to be. I think long term, (laughs) I think they should be called the London Jags. Uh, so that for that reason, I am going to pick Jacksonville.
2: Will they be pronounced the Jaguars in London?
0: That's that's actually exactly how they'd be pronounced. yeah. Yeah, the Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: Yeah, that's what it would be. Chair, yeah, what do you think I, about this game?
1: I, I, I like the Jags a lot. I I am so I, I agree that it's fair to question them at this stage because I would say they they laid two eggs in a row, and you know I know the Chiefs are pretty good, but they they look like trash in that game too, especially on offense. Um, but I don't. I trust Ritter less than I trust the Jags, and I think when you look at Desmond Ritter the numbers really paint a picture that he doesn't grasp what really an NFL quarterback needs to do, which is the ability to push the ball down the field. I think Jacksonville has at least some weapons and, and, and some, some confidence in doing that. It doesn't look like Arthur Smith, frankly, trusts uh, Ritter to push the ball down the field either. And, and I, I love B. John Robinson. I mean, he's a nice shiny toy. And I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns and, you know, get a lot of yards, but you know, Winning in the NFL, I think your quarterback has to be able to play the position at an advanced level. And I just don't think Desmond has that has that in in him right now. So when push comes to shove in this game, I I think Jacksonville gets it done. Uh, It's kind of a must win for them. Whereas it's 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 a big time spot for the Falcons too because you know they after starting their good season off they've you know a couple setbacks or one setback here and all of a sudden they could be back to five hundred if they don't if they don't get their head on straight but I think this game means a little more to Jacksonville being under five hundred and I, I think the Jags coming off that very embarrassing loss will play better in 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 London and I, I would pick Jacksonville this week.
2: Yeah, I think you guys have great points and I'm not going to echo any of them uh, other than the most important thing is that they are playing in their new home and this is something that they actually have to win uh statistically really where i think this game is going to uh turn uh, in favor of jacksonville yeah jacksonville's defense they're allowing 25 points a game ranked 23rd uh they're giving up 350 yards uh a game um but they really start to tighten up in the red zone uh, they're actually ranked 10th uh, in in only allowing 41.67% uh, of conversions to a touchdown in the red zone. I think that is a big, big deal. So I could see Atlanta move the ball uh, and settle for a lot of field goals. That's going to keep Jacksonville in the game. You settle for field goals. You're not going to win. Give me Jacksonville in their new home as the Jaguars. Here's what the Algo says. Predicted score. This feels right on right on cue uh jacksonville wins 19.83 to 15.88 you're getting a point of value so essentially a 20 to 16 game doesn't that feel right pete yeah it does it feels right it feels extremely right so i really like the uh three free um went one and two Last week, three and zero. The week before, overall five and four on the free picks, uh, which is okay. We try and find the good ones. We save the better ones for the people that actually pay, though. I will say that. So, uh, if you're interested in getting access to the data, uh, find us on patreoncom Uh That'll do it, Jared Smith. We'd love to have you back on here. Thanks again. We appreciate your takes. We know where to find you. And uh, congrats on all your success. Keep on fighting the good fight. And uh, you're much better than a Hall of Fame batter uh, hitting 30. percent So I can I can vouch for you there. Don't sell yourself too short uh, for all the other folks. Catch us on the other side of the Patreon wall. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Again.